That's right. This is Los Speaks. I am Los. I am going to speak. Follow me on Twitter. That's right, Los. Brandon the Hard Hat Mitch will join me today. He's sitting right next to me right now. How you doing, buddy? Hey, man. What is up? I'm yeah. in a, a familiar studio. Yeah, we're cutting an intro for our conversation we just finished, and I said, let's just get this going and finished. But it was a good conversation about how Brandon, who didn't really know where he fell on the political spectrum, and because of the President Trump and because of what the climate turned into, you sort of have to figure out where you sit on this uh, spectrum of the political aisles. And he sort of sits where he sits, and we talked about that, and we talked about several different issues and where he sits on those, and guess what? None of them are on the left. So sit back and relax and listen to our conversation. That's right. So what side of the political aisle do you think you fall on these days, Brandon? Uh, I mean, if you've got a if you've got a hard line center right in the middle, I would I would say that I am definitely on the right side of it. Now, how far? I'm not sure. I might still be within the. How far is too far on the right? Uh, anywhere on the left? No. <laughs> when Bad people choice. are like, "Oh, you know, I get with the with the far right, with the far what is the far right?" I don't, yeah, see, I don't know where that where that line is. Like, what people what is say it that the, you what is the far in? right? And I'm like, okay, well, they're saying it's probably the white supremacy. It's probably far right. I I think a lot of people could agree with that, but I'm sure there's there's so much gray area. Where does this far right, far left start? Because of course you've got your your center, your center left, center right right center which is not the same as center right um yeah tighten that up yeah so it's um it's just it's a bunch of just arbitrary lines in the sand that nobody can see but everybody tries to make up their own definition of where it is and i mean i think yes if you have an extremist view such as like white supremacy or whatever you probably are far on the right but where does that line start and who can make that judgment nobody so it's just, hey, if you don't believe with what I, I'm just going to throw this far right, far left label on you, and you're going to be deemed by society as, uh, as a terrible human being. And depending on if it's right or left, you might be classified as a socialist communist or maybe even, oh, I don't know, a transphobe, homophobe, xenophobe, just because right, you absolutely. may have something. And it's, I was actually just having this discussion with my roommate earlier it was prompted by the uh the 11 year old drag boy mm. and it's it's what it's become where you can't have an opinion that doesn't fall in line with that without running the risk of being transphobe homophobe and all that and like me personally like i don't give a fuck like who you who you, like what you do who you want to be with who you want to fuck that that right. doesn't bother me okay so i mean live your fucking life i'm not it doesn't affect me i don't care but it get when it gets to the point where you're pushing those values on me and and everything else, that's what I have a problem with. I, I choose, hey, you know what? They have drag shows all over Austin, like all the time. I choose not to go with them, go to them because it's not something I'm interested in. But of course, if you're if you say that out loud anywhere in a public place, I guarantee you're gonna get the transphobe uh label and you'll probably get kicked out of where yeah, these you are. Uh, these tr- these people that are LBGT and all the in between, they say that they're persecuted. Oh, we're so persecuted. We were bullied growing up. I was I bullied growing up. Everybody Everybody's was bullied. bullied growing Here's up. Here's the thing, man. Uh, what was I getting at with that? <laughs> I lost it mid-thought. Well, I was thinking about all these different posts that I put up on Facebook today. Yeah. And I'll tell you what exactly what I wrote. Uh, yeah, who are the most persecuted people? That's what I was talking about. Who are the most persecuted people? You know, who in America right now? Who's the most persecuted? Gay people, black people, um, Irish people, Asian people. Well, I think we all agree that nobody likes the Irish. I think I think they can all go to hell. <laughs> okay, sure. No, I'm kidding. <laughs> sure. Um, I mean, I only know this because I did see a, see a peek on it, but it's the it's you know anyone magas. wearing a MAGA hat. So yeah. I'm gonna. I just bought a MAGA hat. Uh, it's on its way from Amazon. It's a flat build, not the traditional one that they have. Oh. I like flat bill caps. So okay. I got me one that's got a nice flat bill and snapback. And I'm going to wear that around. Make sure you have your uh, <clears throat> your body cam. 
Well, I think we'll film and I'll just walk around and you'll have like a hidden camera just walk in far behind me or something okay. and or and someone in front of me, someone behind. And we'll do a couple different things. I've seen people do this with like the hijab where mm-hmm. someone wears a hijab and walks around and just documents people's reactions. Yeah, sees people walking, like, you know, they'll walk and see if anyone looks and does anything, says anything. I mean, not full, like full, like, like only eyes are showing kind of uh, garb kind mm-hmm. of thing. And see, we'll do the same amount of time, same place. Like we'll walk on campus somewhere. Yeah. See how that's Oh, treated. yeah. You're, you're walking across a bed of coals there. Or even downtown. Yeah. You know, it doesn't matter where it's at. Point is, is that the most persecuted person in America right now is anyone wearing a MAGA hat. Which is sad. I mean, it's just because you may be for or against somebody shouldn't make you an outlier. Like, I think we can all agree Trump is, um, he's not a good person. He's very self-centered. He's he's very sleazy human being, businessman. Now he's very successful because he is, you know, focused on his own immediate interest. Um, but, you know, for people to go to the extreme, you know, like, oh, well, he's not my president. Well, are you an American citizen? Because then, yes, he, he is your president. Just because didn't the election didn't well, go your way. It goes beyond way. that. It- it's just like Gavin McInnes today. It, it happened to Trump. Somewhere along the line, he became this like person people hated. They painted him successfully as a racist. Uh, mainstream media keeps saying that he's a fucking racist that has no empathy for Mexican people, hence the wall. And like anything that he talks about about the wall is inherently racist. racist instead of looking at the facts that, you know, they're, you know, talk to a family that got their child killed or molested or raped by someone that wasn't supposed to be here in the first place. And something we could have done is put up a wall to monitor anyone that's coming through and say, oh, yeah, they're going to hop and use fen- use uh, ladders to hit this fence over. If you ever watch videos of people that have gone over one of these parts of the fence and they fall down, they break both their legs as yeah, they fall. Yeah, because you're 18, 20 feet up. You're 18, 20 you feet up. You climb the wall on one side, but you still got to get down the yeah. other. <laughs> and even on our side, we'll fucking dig it a little deeper so that it's an extra couple so feet on trench. the way down. How about how about we go full Vietnam and put some spikes on the other side? Yeah, it so doesn't they... matter. So and by the time that we get to them, they're hobbling and they broke their legs. How are you but supposed course, to send a child over that? Well, but then of course, you know, they break their legs. They're now in the United States. We are now get on that mic. Uh, there. there you go. We're now kind of responsible for that, don't you think? Because it's hey, it's happening in U.S. territory. But no, like fuck that. You're trying to break in. Well, that was one of the laws that. Uh, executive orders or decrees that Trump recently signed, and it was about you step one foot over the border and you say, um, claim asylum, we have to take you in. And that's not fair. We need ports of entry. You can't just hop in and say, oh, we made it through the other side. I claim asylum. Well, because certain places aren't equipped to handle all these people, you know, coming in to make that. I mean, because... Well, we make more ports of entry between the parts of the wall, you know? Sure. It's, it's that simple. And people sure. think the wall is... a is what I'm upset about is that they're trying to say right now, well, we want the wall, but we don't want to pay for it. Mm-hmm. That's what the left is saying now. Well, I thought Mexico was supposed to pay for this wall. They still will. You know, we're, well, we got to fund it first. Then we're going to ask for our money for it. You know, oh, or so we're get the money do back on the back end. I don't really care about this whole make Mexico pay for it thing. I don't care at all. I just want that wall too. And by the way, wherever they have built a wall, since Trump's administration, mm-hmm. uh, and he said it when he was talking to Chuck Schumer and Nancy Pelosi in the Oval Office, he said, like, look at every part that we put up a wall, it decreased the illegal traffic by over 90%. Mm-hmm. You can't tell me these walls don't work. And it would be more because we only put in, if you ever see pictures of them, they're like, you know, big, you know, 30 feet sections of them. And then it stops and there's a little bit and there's oh, a little I bit see. more. Okay. And I think those little spots are there for the ports of entry that they're going to, they plan to put in. Okay. So they don't want to just put a, Great Wall of China across it. <laughs> yeah, what's, I mean, what's the problem? I mean, fucking China did it to keep the Mongolians out, and they were fucking, you know, hurrahed for that. I mean, it's one of those, you know, oh, you can see the Great Wall from space. I mean, it's a fucking uh, wonder of the world, and everybody's okay with it, but you look at the conception of it, they did it to keep the Mongolians so we out. Were, <laughs> we've been doing this show for a couple of years, and you weren't always, like, didn't always have things about politics or opinions about politics. Not and really. When, uh, when I was turning around, 
did you see yourself go from like a more of a leftist perspective into where you are now? I wouldn't say a leftist perspective. I would say that I just came into the light. Like I didn't, I didn't give politics that much of, um, of a chance to really build a specific side. I, I mean, I knew kind of what I agreed with, but I hadn't looked into, okay, this set of beliefs falls in with this and this. I just knew what I did. You didn't know exactly what you yeah. categorized your, your beliefs as. Yeah, and so since coming to this, I've been exposed to different contrasting views and it's challenged stuff that, you know, I thought that I felt on. And then you're looking into, okay, well, this falls in line with, with left and right. I just feel like it's really hot. No, it's not. You Just turn All yourself right. down. Yeah, there, there you we go. go. Um, so it was more, it wasn't like I, I, I came from the left to more center right or whatever. It's just, I, I found out where I, where I fell on this, on the political spectrum. Oh, well, okay. So let's see what your thoughts are on some, on certain issues. So what do you think about man-made climate change? Do you think it's bullshit? Like, uh, some people on the conservative side, which they don't say it's bullshit first. They say that they do believe, man, that, that climate change is happening, but the answers that the left have, like a carbon tax, mm-hmm. is not the answer. No, because that just puts a price on these million or these billion-dollar companies that... And another thing that the left <laughs> wants when it comes to climate change is to get rid of coal and, and oil. You know, I mean, yes, we can sort of we- try to wean off of it, but hands down, they, it is the biggest... It, it produces way more energy mm-hmm. using these kind of things. Yeah. Than it's got you've got more potential energy in a in an in a an ounce of you know fuel coal versus natural gas. Yeah, and you know solar shit like that. There, there's just more energy there now. Should we use as much of it that we you know eh, probably not? There's probably ways where we can get around and use something else, but a total elimination of fossil fuels, oil, like they're always going to be around. Like, they're never going to get completely abolished. They're just not. And as cool as, you know, solar works out and, and, and wind, it just, it, it's why they call them unreliables. So there's not always sun. There's not always wind. Mm-hmm. You can always burn coal. Yeah. But in the times when you can, you know, why, why not supplement the solar and wind? I, I can agree with you. I can agree with you on that. Now, don't go full scale like... Uh, we can work hand in hand with it yes. all together. Mm-hmm. But when they're saying, oh, the oceans are rising and killed the coral reef because of climate change. All those models put out by the left when it comes to ocean climates, ocean levels rising and stuff, they're way, way uh, overly dramatic. They're on the extreme. When they crunch the numbers, there's always a, a range that the numbers fall in. But the ones that they put out are always the most extreme variants of those numbers. And I mean, they're doing it to, they want to scare people with scare tactic tactics, but in doing that, you know, you can also look back and see the numbers where you've got numbers down here that are in the low end, which when you compute those, you get a totally different outcome in 50, you know, to a hundred years of, you know, global climate science. But to answer that question, when it comes to man-made climate change, climate change, no, we're not single-handedly changing it through our carbon emissions and stuff like that. We're contributing to it, but if we weren't here or you know putting the uh, amount of carbon and everything else into the air, it um, it would still be happening. Just not you know maybe as an extreme case, maybe not as fast, not not whatever. But we're we're definitely expediting it. Right, right, um, right. Well, I don't know if we're but the whole the whole idea behind like having a carbon tax uh-huh. and um, charging these billion dollar companies. Oh, well, if you're going to submit, you know, this, this, you know, what, what is carbon dioxide measured in and like fucking square feet or cubic, cubic feet or something like that. It, uh, you know, we're going to charge them so much. Like you're talking about a billion dollar company. Like what did Volkswagen do to trick their, uh, the cars into fooling the emission sensors? That's, and then they paid the millions of dollars in the fine. That's the cost of doing business for these companies. Like, Liberals don't understand that. Like, if you you slap a five hundred million dollar fine on a five billion dollar company, that's nothing. Yeah, and that's why the carbon tax was bullshit, and why we pulled out of the Paris Climate Accord. It, it, it's totally stupid and unnecessary. So you're going to use the same amount of everything, except you're just going to pay some taxes now. Mm-hmm. You're, you, what did you stop? So I guess the idea is that, oh, these taxes are supposed to stop people from doing well, things. And but that's then, the idea well, of the And left. then that they're going to use that money for other things. But why not? Fuck it. That's just not the way to go about it. 
because these companies are still going to do it. Their, their, their levels of production are still going to increase. That's just going to become a cost of doing business for them. And that's not going to solve the problem. All right, let's move on to another issue. Go for it. So we had recently talked about the Proud Boys. Yep. And what is your opinion on the Proud Boys? You know, all the, all the information I have about the Proud Boys, Gavin McInnes, has come from you. Um, which, you know, I would say in this, it would be A very biased. knowledgeable source on the issue. Sure, yes, definitely very knowledgeable, but probably a little biased. I know there's people out there that think, oh, yeah, he's white supremacist, blah, blah, blah. But, I mean, I just, I don't see it in the guy. Like, the stuff that I've seen, that I've listened to, that I've heard, I just, I don't see it. I don't either. Like, I really don't. Um, now, you know, he's he's got that that grown-up punk rocker kind of vibe, and I think a lot of people can, thanks to probably the movie American History X or something, can, can associate that punk rocker, really hardcore vibe to a white supremacist, because, I mean, there's several scenes in there. I mean, you've seen the movie. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, and so that just kind of lines up stereotypical. You know, they see somebody like that, and they instantly think white supremacists. Um, and I mean, it's unfortunate now as the, is the guy really one? Probably not. Um, it's, it's really sad how, how often the term racist gets thrown out there at somebody when there's no justifiable proof. I I just really feel if you're going to, if you're going to accuse somebody of being an outright racist, you've got to have some strong ass evidence instead of just, they did something that wronged you. You know, like I've got a, I've got a friend, she's. Mexican. She's not his special. I'll tell you, she's Mexican and also a woman. Um, and every time something bad happens to her, it's either because she's a woman or she's Mexican. Mm-hmm. And I'll challenge her and be like, well, what do you know what happened five minutes before you got, you got bad services? She's like, and I got bad service when I went there. They made me wait 10 minutes and blah, blah, blah. Well, first of all, was it actually 10 minutes? Because when you're waiting, 30 seconds is a long time. And then, um, do you know what was going on on their end? Were they delayed? Were they short-staffed? Like, what's you just don't know. But you know, when you go around and have that victim mindset, you're gonna find something to blame it on. And being, you know, a, I mean, I'd say you're a majority being Hispanic or Mexican, especially here in this area, mm-hmm. um, and also a woman. Like, when you go around looking for something to blame stuff on, you're gonna find it. I mean, do you honestly think that uh, a waiter, <clears throat> a bartender? Or anybody looks at you and goes, uh, no, I'm not going to do anything with you. You're gross. Yeah, absolutely Get out not. of my restaurant. Absolutely not. It, because if they did some shit literally like that, I mean, you would instantly hear about that. But instead, it's always just, oh, bad service, and like, that's it. There's Dude, no... Adam Carolla You don't ever this, get the full I'll story. I'll just keep saying it's never been a better time to be an actual racist. When there are people calling out people for racism all over the place, the actual racist is kicking back, going, these guys are not really even fucking seeing me here. Yeah. They're pointing, they're too busy pointing their finger at this guy when there's a real racist right, right over right here. Right there. And fucking you'd probably hate never... all them N-words. Yeah. It's, uh, and so I just, you know, I, I really try and correct somebody and they're like, oh, so-and-so's racist. I'm like, what have they done to prove to you that they are like, I mean, I feel like Let me they have it. to just outright say, kill all Jews, all Jews, all black, like to be able to definitively let say me, somebody's Let me show you racist. this, uh, Vice News Tonight clip here. All right. Um, it's pretty telling here. And so why women of color this is like heaven right are trying now. to get out of the United States? Alexis Bromley is from Nebraska. She needed a break from white people. She needed a break from white people. First of all, how racist is that statement? If for somebody to say, oh, I just need to get away. If that just were think, anybody else, if I said, God damn it, I need to get away from these Mexicans that I work with on this job site. Just think about how racist think about it would how, be. How Any race, other race but you because throw in she's, there. Like, she's, oh, I just need to get away from white. You know, hang on, before you start that, one of the things that really fucking irks me that people say all the time Oh no, that's some white people shit. You know, or you just you know when they're talking about sure. another race like that's white people that, shit. It fucking it pisses me off. What if someone said that about your race? Oh, that's some fucking black people yeah. shit. Oh, they're over there eating fried chicken and watermelon. They're on some fucking black people yeah, shit. Yeah, that would be super fucking It's the fucking same racist. thing, and it fucking bugs me. And they it's don't okay be- because you're targeting white people. And these are the same people that don't believe that there's such thing as reverse racism. And yeah. we don't believe there's reverse racism. It's just racism. It's just still racism. Yeah. 
In Omaha, it's very segregated. It's um, it can be very so. Hold on, she so wants to be segregate, segregated, and go out on a vacation away from people where she just said she's segregated from, and she wants to go on vacation because she's segregated. Yeah, she wants to segregate herself again from segregation in Omaha. Okay. First of all, when did very segregation end? <laughs> very isolating if you're a person of color. It's hard in Nebraska because it's a red state, and so you just don't know who you interact. What is that supposed to mean? It's hard to be this when you're in a red state. Well, well they only about, make mention of it because it's a red state. Was like so her saying that basically means that she is saying that Republicans mm -hmm. are they will segregate against black people. I mean, in so many words, I think that's what she's what she's getting at. Like I'm in a red state, this but I'm in a state. blue city. Mm -hmm. Yeah, very blue city interact with on a daily basis if they believe that you're lesser if you're inferior and how that in turn can affect me she says that nobody is looking at you and thinking you're inferior that is ridiculous current political climate has only made these feelings worse so she decided to go on a women of color healing retreat in costa rica again to segregate herself from being segregated from her republican but if this were if this were a congregation of white people that went away on a retreat it would be Hi. absolutely, absolutely right. <laughs> thank you guys so much for coming my blackness is bold my blackness is uninhibited my blackness is strength my whiteness is amazing oh you're racist whoa but they, they just said their blackness makes them strong. My my whiteness makes me proud. Yeah. You imagine again. It's the same thing. Are we like, solidifying this this point to to its balance there? But the idea is simple. It's for crazy. ten days. Black women come together to eat vegan food, meditate, <laughs> do yoga. The breath in is the reminder that we are safe, and to discuss the frustration. Okay, let's look at these. There's some pictures on this altar that they have. They got Malcolm X over here. I don't know who that who guy is. Who was pro-violence. <laughs> Very pro-violence. And they got a bunch of fucking crystals. <laughs> some, That's those healing some crystals shells. that they got from Unbelievable. I, I suppose that's got to be Martin Luther King, if I'm not mistaken. I can't see it. Uh, I'll try to turn of, it a bit. Yeah, don't worry about yeah, don't worry it. I mean, it probably it. is. Anyways. Let's, let's go on with the rest of this here. Of being We're black not going to watch in America. It it's like a mental game all the time. And I'm in these spaces where, you know, constantly getting poked and prodded. Oh, let me touch your hair. Oh, you're really pretty for a black girl. Black people. Nobody's ever said, oh, you're pretty. You're pretty for a black girl. Well, the offspring. Well, but that was pretty fly for a white guy. <laughs> that one's totally fine, though, huh? <laughs> yeah. Don't exercise black people don't hike people are automatically gonna have this perception of me before i even open my mouth so many people's ideologies are being validated that don't see us as human that don't see us as people this <laughs> whose ideology you speak of you mean the republicans don't think that you're people the ones that freed black people that freed you that fucking help fight again oh, uh, learn your history open up a book go to a library and fucking crack a book. This retreat is one of more than a dozen black-owned travel groups, marketing trips specifically to people who look like Alexis. In the few years that most of these companies have been open, more and more clients are calling them up. At least five say they've seen a spike in interest coinciding with Trump's election. The idea of black women reclaiming control over their own mind bodies. Now we're hearing from Andrea X. I hmm. wonder if she's related to Malcolm. Definitely, probably Tia learns from Look, his Look, and I, I want to I put this out there. Like, <clears throat> I mean, I'm not against, you know, because they have, you know, like, I'm not against this idea, hey, a women's retreat for empowerment. Like, I've got no problem with that. But if this were the other way around, if this were white women, white men, it would not be acceptable. Spirit is exactly That's what's needed what to survive a in a Agreed. system 100%. that constantly tells us that our wellness isn't important. We stop taking care of ourselves because we were taught you don't matter. The retreat is the brainchild no, but of nobody. But Who nobody taught you that you don't matter. Well, and then what? Like nobody it, teaches you that. So this Andrea X gets a, a further interview in on this thing, and we just gotta keep yeah. listening. I was sick of gentrification, racism. I left the United States because I was sick of gentrification, racism, um, just dealing with being this black woman trying to figure it out there. It was 2014, 
and she'd just lost her job as a healthcare facilitator. What started off as a vacation in Costa Rica became her entire new she life. She overstayed her welcome. She used all of now her personal savings alien to form this Costa retreat. Rica. We needed a safe space that was outside in the United States to hold certain conversations and just a hill. I don't think that we can do that in the United States. I think we can't do that in the United States. That well, we're suffering and suffocating and just dying every single day trying to survive there. You know, not every woman can afford to come out to Costa Rica. What can we do for the racism they experience for women who can't afford to be part of your retreat? Well, I think that it's important for people in the United States, black and POC people, to start forming their own spaces there. Easier said than done. You just said you couldn't white do Americans it. White Americans find themselves in white-only meetings and places all the time without even trying or noticing. So would they only accept when black uh, people, people of want color? a break from feeling like a minority? The white woman wanted they to go on this retreat, would they, would they turn Alexis her down? Alexis made the Absolutely not. Go. Turn around right now. Turn your... But for her and several other women, here. that's a reasonable price to pay for a retreat oh, that bans surfing. white people. Would having yeah. white people on this trip ruin it? I'd run my money back. Yeah, I don't think we would be as open and as honest as we are with the group that we're in now. See, I feel like, stop feel it. Like I feel like that <laughs> is racism. That what she just said be is racist around, around another... I can't be myself around black people. I'm just, I'm just, I'm sorry. You've been stereotyped. One thing I always got is you're so well-spoken. And I don't think people understand how much, it's, how insulting that is. What, what else would you expect? Pause it, okay. Somebody literally just told me earlier today that I'm very well-spoken. Did I take it as a fucking racist thing? It, you know, no. it's like what you said earlier. It's their internal, they, they just think, oh, because I'm black? Yeah. You know, no. Do you think I tell you have a great smile? For a black person, like, yeah. no, you have a great smile because, you know, beauty is rare. Mm -hmm. uh, it's not because you're when you're looking common. for something, you're going to find it. If we said something that was so common, it'd be an insult. Like, oh, yeah, nice shirt. You have two eyebrows. Yeah, your eyebrows are regular <laughs> today. Yeah. Like, yeah. no, you're internalizing. This is why, this is what racists, racists do. They internalize things. Yeah. And anything you say, you go, uh, you In don't. their mind, they add for a black person. Yep. I'm curious if it's been no different for you since <laughs> the ability to see any shot at a relationship with white people. Every time I have a conversation with them, I just pick up on certain things that they say, whatever. I pick up on the microaggressions, the passive aggressiveness. I pick up on it. See, she picks up on it. They, she's got this fifth sense for it that I get it. You know, she sees it and that's her internalizing going, you know, what are you looking at? What? You can't say, what, a black black lady can't be in this coffee store? Yeah. Dude, this is the problem we're it's, looking it's, at right it now. Is literal, it is a literal victim complex. Now, she thinks she's getting away from us, but really, nobody, like, if she's segregated, I believe she's segregated, because when you act like this around people, people don't want to be around you, black or white. Yeah. And the only people that want to be around you are the same people that the do same the same minded. thing. Yeah. And that's why you have to come from all over the place because you're not going to find two or three of you in the same fucking square block. Yeah. You're the black sheep because you act like a fucking jackass and you think everyone's against you. Mm -hmm. So I decided one day to just eliminate white people from my personal life. That's... <laughs> God damn it. <laughs> okay. Uh, you know, I just that don't need to. We need to have that as a drop. <laughs> I, I, I don't need to. I don't need to hang out with these people here. White people from my personal life. That's fucking racist. Eliminate white people from my personal life. I decided one day to just eliminate white people from my personal life. I decided one day to just eliminate white people from my personal life, and ever since then, my life has been way more breezy. Wow. <laughs> so I decided to just like stop hanging out with Mexicans, dude. My life's been like so much How better. How could you live without Mexican food? <laughs> I had a burrito this morning. I think it's at all possible that the fact that white racism, white people have white made you leave the U.S., start your whole life over somewhere else, feel the need to avoid them, means that they've, they've won. They didn't push me out the United States. Because if that's the case, they could push me out of any of these countries because they are here. They're everywhere. You know, I feel like white Careful, people shouldn't white even have people passports. people are everywhere. Because they've done enough, especially white Americans. Leave them in the United no, States. They do not need to come here. White they do not need to be able to travel. Yeah. They need to stay in the United States. But to a white person who's doing their best to be the best white person they can be. I have no tips for a white person. I, my tip to white people is to... Be better. Let us have our space. Let us have our room. 
and go hang out with other white people. We're okay. That's fucking you know, segregation. <laughs> she wants segregation. There you have it, man. Uh, what is it? Uh, equal but separate, separate but equal. That's what she fucking wants. It's see, that, and thinking the way that we think just by watching that makes us on the right somehow. Instead of criticizing something that's, I mean, is that really far left? That's far right. What she's doing, she wants. And if we were talking about what is far right, uh, white supremacy. Oh, yeah, you got a point. Yes. You know, this is Separation, black supremacy. Yeah. What's the difference between white supremacy and black supremacy? I mean, to the to the world, to the uneducated person, just which side of the political spectrum you're on. No, but they're by both those on the ideas, right. They're both. No, no, that's the, what I'm saying. That's yeah. the common public belief. But when you really look at it. They're both on the They're right. both on the far right. Just man. doesn't it doesn't matter which end you want, you know, on the uh I heard the too receiving much, like, end. reverb. All right. Um it it I don't know, man. It's um the public perception of stuff like that is different than what it actually is. Well, see, and that's why the whole Gavin thing has been so pissy and uh Michael Mal Malik, uh, Michael Malik. Um That sounds right. He said something like to the effect that it's a shame that mainstream media has successfully painted Gavin as a leader of a white supremacist group, a skinhead group, as he would put it. And it's unfair because no matter what he says, and, and just like when we talked about it with uh, with Jimmy and he was looking up, his only source was a Wikipedia page, <laughs> and I'm sitting here with everything from the top of my head, and I'm able to rebut everything he's saying because I have a sort of a firsthand source. I watch his show every yeah. day. Uh, I listen to his podcasts. You know, I, I, I got into his head. I like what he talks about, and a lot of people do as well. Mm -hmm. And I realized that he's not this person everyone talks about, that he's just racist. Like, he, the Proud Boys go out and they defend right-leaning speakers because you, you're not having right-leaning speaker or right-leaning people protesting and trying to shut down left-leaning speakers. Left. And that's weird. I mean, I never thought Only about the that left until you started right. saying that. Yeah, the right doesn't do that because, hey, the right doesn't care because they know that's freedom because of speech. Because we are true libertarians. We don't give a fuck what you say. It's mm -hmm. it, That's the point of this whole thing. We don't care what you say, but they do. They want to police what you say, what, mm -hmm. you, what can be said, and it's not American. It's unconstitutional and... They're okay with regulating every fucking thing, yeah. and I'm not. Can you imagine if they implement like a um, a verbal tax? Hey, you can say almost what you want. You're just gonna have to pay so much per. I mean, our freedom <laughs> of speech is not even that much freedom. We have libel laws and shit. Yeah. You can't say something bad against somebody in print or something. Yeah. And well, not unfounded. Unfounded. Oh like yeah, that. it's like, hey man, I wasn't saying anything that wasn't true, man. Yeah, like that's hey. yeah. I think that's like you, fucking you, that's you fair eat, game. You eat horses, pussies. And you have herpes on your Wait, mouth. Wait, you eat horses' pussies or horse pussies? Horses. Because I'm sure one of those is bestiality. Horses. Uh, but he has horse, referred horse. to her as horse face. He's, she's a horse face. <laughs> I got it. I got my boy Donald Trump. I can't wait to get my Trump hat so we can I can wear it around and watch people's reactions. That'll be fun. That'll be fun to, to get that. Yeah, because... I mean, that's that's become a, a trigger for so many people is just seeing that. And it's like, you're going to let yourself get worked up over a fucking hat right. that shows somebody's political belief, which, I mean, statistically, one in two people is going to have that belief. But you see this hat and you've been fucking conditioned to act on it, to to segregate this person from whatever. Like, I don't give a fuck, like, who you voted for because, like, I don't, I just don't fucking care. Like, if you and I get along because, hey, we get along, cool. We have different political views, whatever. Like, I, I, I don't let politics and shit like that run my day-to-day -day life, and sadly, too many people have. Well, nowadays it does. Uh, like, Jimmy is obsessed with Donald Trump. Like he hates him, but, but not yeah because he hates he's him. So he's so obsessed become... with him, mm -hmm. and it's unbelievable. I, I'm not obsessed with him. I think he's doing fine as a president, and I don't. No one cares what he did before he was president, and yeah. no one gives a fuck. They just want the wall, and he's whatever, man. Well, I had this conversation Why with my roommate about before meddling in and, Russia. Jesus, and I prefaced it with like, okay, so Trump's been president for you know two years. Has, and I like to ask people this, has your day-to-day -day life been impacted by his presidency? No. I'll tell you what, what it has, what has impacted is the extra taxes that you received in your, you didn't have to pay in, <coughs> um, for 
for, to the IRS. Matter of fact, <clears throat> have you ever paid? I mean, I guess you do because you're a contractor. I'm a contractor, yeah. So you actually pay taxes. Right? I pay a shitload. Like of for taxes. me, I don't pay taxes. I just pay. Well, like, you pay half. Your employer pays the other half. Right, and I don't have to like file anything. Like that's crazy. I just put, do my regular thing, and I don't have to ever mail a check. Yeah, like that's when you have to pay, I pay taxes. Monthly. When <laughs> you when you have to mail a check, you're paying taxes, yeah. right? And half of these kids don't do that. They yeah. well, not even not even half. Ninety percent of these. Well, kids and don't most do that. of these kids 99%. out there, they don't they don't understand the different levels of having a job. They just you know there's being employed and there's being a contractor. You know, me, myself being a contractor, tell you what, I work 60 hours in a week. I'm only, I'm getting paid for 60 hours. I don't get no overtime. You know, I don't have accrued time off. And, you know, I've had this conversation so many people, so many times with people who live this, you know, way on the left, you know, life. And they're, they're fucking appalled at this. And they're like, what? And I'm like, yeah, I mean, I knew this coming into it. Like, you know, my employer, I mean, well, he's not my employer. Like I am selling my services directly to this company. Right. And it's at, you know, this designated rate. Um, you know, I'm not, I don't, they don't have to pay my health insurance. They don't give me time off. Now, you know, they're flexible. If I need time off, say, Hey man, I need a couple of days off next week. So what are your thoughts on healthcare then in a single payer healthcare? What exactly is single payer healthcare? It's is that socialized me? healthcare? Oh, is you, that what so that is? You pay into it. Everyone pays, Everybody into, pays it. into the big thing. Everybody pays into the big thing. And then they tell you where you can go. Yeah. What is that? What is that? The fucking lottery? Everybody just contributes. I don't know do how it's going to work, and they keep trying to tell us that it's, you know, uh, you have to, we all paid into it, um, and how uh, supposedly there'll be healthcare centers everywhere. Um, I don't know how much we're supposed to pay into it. Yeah. How much exactly? They don't ever say. And then what? If, yeah, exactly. And then like in my case, if you're relatively healthy. Almost any amount of money paying into healthcare is honestly a waste of fucking money. And Alexandra Catarez, she's going to, she keeps saying, oh, well, Amazon and these big ass companies, they make billions of dollars a year. Why can't they pay more in taxes to, to subsidize this healthcare or whatever? You mean the, the companies? Because 20% of a billion dollars is still a shitload of money. Think about like, all the biggest companies that make the most money. Yep. Guess what? Do you think that they don't supply health care to the people that work there already? Oh, they absolutely. So do. they have to pay for everyone's health care because they make a lot of money, but they already supply health care. The point is, go get a goddamn job somewhere and get your own damn health care. Well, and even here, here it, and this may even um, not converse, but uh, I guess contradict some things. But like, I honestly feel like your employer shouldn't be obligated to provide you health insurance. Yeah. Uh, well, someone was telling me. Um, is healthcare a human right? I asked him, is healthcare a human right? He goes, absolutely is a human right. I go, well, what is a human right? So what do we have? Like freedom of speech is a human right, um, uh, expression, things that your body can do. Mm -hmm. But healthcare isn't something, like something that somebody has to give to you isn't a right. Sure, because, yeah, you have to receive the service from a doctor or a clinic. But any other human right... Uh, that are unalienable, which uh, were handed down from God-given you know, God yeah. in a way, they, those things are all things that you do yourself. Mm-hmm. Yeah. You that you point. can do yourself. But in healthcare isn't something that, I mean, you might be able to do it, but doesn't mean you, you, can, you have to force somebody to do it to somebody. Yeah, and at that point, forcing anybody for anything, that, that's not a right. And for all these healthcare facilities how do they do they get paid less now do they all get paid the same mm-hmm. um does a foot surgery cost the same as a, a spine surgery uh you know are these doctors are going to want to go into these fields that don't pay anything because people get into certain fields not because they want to fix spines i really like fixing money. spines mm-hmm. they want to make money and there's nothing wrong with that at all if you want to get into something because there's money in it like being money driven in in the society in these times has become a like a negative thing. Like if you like money and all that, you're deemed as a bad person who lacks human. That thing is not staying up on your mouth. Yeah. It keeps, it keeps falling. Um, it just, I I lost my track, but, uh, I mean, but basically it should healthcare be a human right. I mean, that, that's a tricky question. Um, just off of that. I mean, I would say 
No. Now, should it be made easily available for those who want it? Absolutely. Yeah. Because especially living in a, in a first world country as such, like there's there's no reason for it. Just like I've always said with like homelessness and hunger here in the United States, it's only allowed to exist simply because it's allowed to exist. Because, you know, nobody wants to take that step in. Because it's going to take a shitload of money and resources to, to solve that, but it can be done. But sadly, there's not a return on it. Yeah. You know, aside a monetary return on it. But it's just like I feel in, in our society as we are in this fucking great country that we have, homelessness and hungry, hunger are unacceptable. But they, they still exist just simply because they're allowed to exist. All right. What do you think about the gender pay gap? Is there a gender pay gap? Do men make more than women? No, they don't. Um, when it comes down to that, if, if you look at the actual numbers and take everything into consideration, there might be a three to seven cent gap. Yeah. But the numbers that they put out there, 70 cents on the dollar, that doesn't take into account, you know, life choices that these women make. And I, I want to be perfectly clear. I'm not bashing that at all, but you, you honestly cannot expect to make the same amount of money as somebody if you don't have the same amount, you know, of experience, continuous experience, you know, with a company in a specific, you just, you can't, that's, that is unreasonable. Um, that would be like, okay, you're, you're a coffee tech, you know, a roaster tech, you, you know, you've done that for a little while. Let's say you take five months off to, you know, uh, whatever, and just get away and come back. Like, you know, and like say to another company, could you reasonably expect to make the same or more as when you, when you left? If I just left? Yeah. Uh, I don't know. Maybe if they, you know, but you wouldn't, you wouldn't expect it because you would know, Hey, I left like, you know, and missed this time. Like you can't, you can't expect, and I mean, you know, five, six months, probably not a lot. Cause you've got some women that'll leave the field for several years to raise a family or something like that. And then finally enter back in, in these high level CEO positions. But it just, when you have, when you left a company first, like when it comes to corporations, like they want. Are you want, trying to make a, like a pregnancy thing? I think that's the, like the main one I'm going at. But there, I mean, there's so many other differences. Because like, my company allow, uh, does uh, maternity leave for males as well. Really? Mm-hmm. Okay. I mean, that's, that's good. So they will, you know, they pay for all that stuff. We're, we're a pretty progressive company. I mean, yeah, that's not a bad thing. I mean, that makes it better, though, right? A male, if, if a woman's going to have maternity leave, so then, should a man. Then a man, because... It it, it, yeah, there you go. I mean, that's... Yeah. It's, fair in that, it's fair in that way. My boss is pretty... He's pretty good, and I've talked to him about politics before. He goes, I don't really care about politics. The only thing I care he about... He wants to do the right thing. No, no, no. Well, of course, but he says, I don't really care about all that. There's only one thing I care about, and it's what happens to the coffee beans. Because, uh, right. Like yeah. the only thing that concerns him is uh, climate change, and <clears throat> he asked me about it once, and I go, well, you know, I say I definitely believe that there the climate is changing, um, and it's possibly man-made. Um, I don't think charging a carbon tax is the answer to getting rid of it. Um, um, yeah, and he uh, he just sort of was like he respects me, so he he's like. Oh, okay, okay. Yeah. I mean, really, honestly, you didn't, you didn't worry about losing your job over that. No, 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 no. You know, some, sometimes some I do. Places na- you you gotta worry. About well, I used like to, you know, I used to really worried about it. And now I don't because I think at this point people know that I'm. Um, they will they'll call me conservative, but I'm really just libertarian because I want I want we. Well, to you're be only conservative because you're not on the left. Yeah, and that that's fine if they want to paint me that way because they have no they have no palette. That's how they're gonna paint you. They have one. They have one or two paints, and that's it. One or two colors, red or blue, and then that's that's how they paint you. Mm-hmm. Yeah, there's no nuance, and they're all about gender identity and how there's different things to the spectrum. But no, there's only one type of conservative. <laughs> it's you so hypocritical. That's pretty funny. Mm-hmm. Yeah, you can have multifacets of this thing, but only one of the political. Yeah, it's unbelievable if you disagree, and that's that's the problem. That's why you're going to see a lot more people from the left leave the left because one day they'll be saying something that 
might think they might think, oh yeah, I get that. You know, calling someone gay is not a big fucking deal. And don't you think gays are strong enough now that they they can take a joke and it, we can make jokes about them? We can't say black jokes anymore because you don't think black people are strong enough to take a joke. Only people that can take a joke are white people. Like now, who's the fucking white supremacist here? Yeah. It's that kind of mentality we're we're dealing with here that I'm not not for. And then all of a sudden, those people on the left they get booted out or something. They and they get a big old uh, they get. A bunch of hate mail, and then all of a sudden they're making videos saying how I left the left, yeah. and I get it now. You mm-hmm. know, go Alex Jones. No one's no one's actually for Alex Jones, by the way. Uh, well, I mean, there's a small number of people, but they're insignificant. And he doesn't say anything that isn't you know sort of true. Well, yeah, I mean, I would, I mean, I'd say a lot of the stuff he does say is true, but it's just in the way that he twists it to fit his his business model. And I say business model. Because that's exactly what the man is doing. The man is See, running a business. People say that, but like, yeah, people say that, but he's the same. He's seen the same kind of shit he was seeing before he had the Infowars store. Mm-hmm. I mean, he's been on the air like twenty years, and he wasn't always selling vitamins. Not until like five five years ago, Only he started that recently. Very recently, oh, wow. he started selling because of what happened. He got like he blew up a lot because of uh, what happened with because Donald Trump went on his show. Donald, oh, is he, that what... Uh, that. He Skyped in, dude. He had a Google Hangouts with, with mm-hmm. Donald Trump, and he supported him throughout the election. And when Donald Trump won, uh, Alex Jones' audience blew up, and yeah. then that's when they started looking at him a little bit more, and he said the, the frogs are gay. And then so he, everyone knows about Alex Jones now. No one knew about Alex Jones two years ago either. Uh, I, I just, People well, from Austin know about Alex okay, Jones. Okay, yeah, because like that, and that's where I'm skewed because I remember being eight or nine years old. And you see the InfoWars walk. Yeah, the, uh, the old school info, like just the, the him in front of magazine. a mic just doing shit. And I, and I didn't know what it was. I didn't know politics back then. I was like nine, ten. But I just remember, hey, there's this dude on the, on 11, Channel 11, that, that does this crazy shit. He was the guy that went to the DMV to refuse to give him his fingerprints to the fucking... The new rule, oh, the Bill Clinton one. rule. Yeah. yeah, he goes there and he gets kicked out of the DMV because he refused to uh, give fingerprints to get a new ID, hmm. to renew his idea to give a fingerprint. And he's like, I don't want to fucking do that. That's a good time. Oh, that's a fucking, now you know what that is. That's Bill Clinton because it was back when Bill Clinton was in the office. Yeah. And he was still against, he was still against him. He was against Bush too. Like he was against both Republican and Democrats. And then Trump comes around who doesn't seem like he's any of those two. Uh, but he picked. He's smart by picking one of the two uh, actual uh, candidates or uh, parties that actually get picked for the president. So he picks one of those. Yeah. Uh, and he definitely doesn't want to be a Democrat because he so hates Hillary. You're saying it was like a publicity move. Well, sure. To get him. Yeah. I mean, I guess so. Like, why else? Why else would you get somebody that big? Do you think on? this guy doesn't? He's not smart. People go, oh, he's so dumb. <laughs> no. no the Alex Jones up. knows what he's doing. He's a very particular business mind. I mean, same thing with, I mean, Trump, love him or hate him, the guy has built a successful real estate empire. Now, whether or not, you know, it's not filled with its issues and fucking scams and shit, but like, I mean, the fucking man's a billionaire. So let's say we come to two years from now and you're in the same mindset you are today. And Donald Trump's obviously going to run for president again, and he goes up against, let's say, it's Beto Orti, uh, Beto uh, O'Rourke. Oh, Beto O'Rourke from uh, from uh, El Paso. You're talking about uh, for president, Francis, Frankie. Uh, yeah, for, uh, good old Frank. Uh, what's his name? Uh, Robert Francis. Yeah. Bobby Francis. Bobby Frank. So, yeah. who are you voting for for president? I mean, I'm probably going to take the pussy route and vote third party again. Hmm. What a jerk. Yeah, I know. But I mean, I, I, well, it's a wasted it, vote. I wouldn't vote for Beto. Why wouldn't you want to vote for Donald Trump at this point? I, I don't know. Why wouldn't you? I mean, I guess you got a point. Like, I mean, the guy, we're, we as a country are, I mean, we're not doing terrible. Absolutely. Lowest unemployment, you know, all that shit. Uh, there might be some progress being made with the whole China tariffs and shit like that so yeah he may be a sleazy person but has he done shit like i mean the man he's running america like a business which was kind of what we needed yeah we need to get back on track here you know um now it has been a little bit of a harsh shock to a lot of people but that's the way businesses are run businesses are successful businesses are not run on emotion 
Well, we have too many socialists out there and, and people that think that Are they socialists or do they think that they're socialists? They think that they're if, socialists. If, and socialism works well in, it's in funny small though, groups. How people it only, don't, these are small-minded people that don't think about big groups. Well, yeah, and it's funny and how it people, nobody remembers, you know, the... You know, the Russian revolutions and all that shit that had all the, the millions of people that, you know, you think you think Hitler killed a lot of people, 16 million Jews. Take five minutes and look into how many people died due to the Russian revolution. I mean, we're talking tens of millions. Right. But nobody remembers that. Why? Doesn't fit their agenda. Yeah. And I mean, that's just like you want your argument against socialism. Look at that. I mean, you like five million people starved in the matter of like two years in Russia because there was no food because, hey, guess what? They didn't have enough money. And the biggest community out there right now is uh, North Korea. Yeah, they serve. And here's the thing. If you want free health care, go join the fucking army. Yeah. They all get free health care when they're done and they get it while they're there. And the same thing's going to happen. Four years. Yeah. Same thing's going to happen when there's socialized health care. They give you free stuff. The government gives you free stuff. And then they go, guess what we need you to do? We need you to go to war for us. And there's no saying no for an answer because we've taken care of you. You're part of the state. So then why not in that case, why not make a mandatory military service? Like, I mean, a lot, that's actually pretty popular in a lot of countries. Is it, you know, a two to three year mandatory minimum uh, military service? Um... I mean, I'm kind of against that. I don't know how I feel about that. I'm going to think about it. I'll get back to you on it. Um, I, I thought, I've, I've asked people about it, and it sounds like a good idea. Like, I mean, it does, but there's forcing no... people to do stuff like that isn't right. Well, if yeah, if, if you have to be forced into doing it, I don't think it's a good idea. Mm-hmm. But Israel does it, I believe, and it's not such a bad idea. They should know how to, I mean, we should know. We, it, it's part of our history. We should be patriotic in that way and know that we should be able to fight for what our fight for our country when we need to fight for our country. Well, I mean, yeah. And I mean, with the exception of the draft, like I believe it's written in the constitution that our military is to exist is to, yeah, exist as, you know, we are the military. We are the military, uh, that well-armed militia like me having my firearms here. Like they can call on me and I will, like I will fight for this country, mm-hmm. but you know it's unlikely uh, with the progress that we've gone through that yeah. some savage is going to try to come here and be uh, sure. Dr. I mean, Evil. absolutely. If if they if they called on me for military service, like absolutely. I mean, I tried to go right out of high school, and then it turns out like I wasn't going to be able to do what I wanted to do. So I said, "See, ya. if they let me keep my mustache, I'd join today." <laughs> yeah, you could join the the mustache corps. <laughs> and see, the thing is, I'd be more in a specialty thing because I do have a tinkering mind, and they'll mm-hmm. see that, and I won't be a grunt. You know, yeah. I won't be on the front lines. I'll be doing, you know, tech stuff. I'm yeah. sure, and helping build things. And I, I would definitely be on the mechanic side. I mean, I mean, yeah. if I had my way, I'd be flying the motherfucking planes. Yeah. But you know, my best, you know, case, I'd be working on them, which I've done before. You know? My man. So, all right, dude, that was good. Let's uh, let's get out of here, huh? Yeah. All right, let's do it. The opinions expressed on this program are not necessarily those of this network. So, if you like the content, please visit emergencyexitpodcast.com and send your hate mail to. Uh, what's my Twitter handle? Oh, that's right, Los. <laughs> all right. <laughs>